Hello, good evening. This episode of Pop Punk and Pizza is sponsored by Pop Punk Takeout, which is a monthly subscription box filled with merchandise from pop punk artists from all over the world. So you can learn more and you can sign up at poppunktakeout.com. You can also follow them on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at Pop Punk Takeout. And uh, I'll dive in a little more to exactly what you can expect each month if you do sign up for the uh, subscription service from Pop Punk Takeout. We'll get into more of that in about the uh, middle of this episode, okay? I'm going out, I gotta go, I'll bang a rang on the radio, so turn it up, I'm telling you. To Pop Punk and Pizza with Jacques Lamour. All right, welcome to Pop Punk and Pizza. I'm, of course, Jacques Lamour, your host. So excited to have you here uh, for this episode. Now, um, we are, um, or I should say, I'm pleased to uh, welcome Eric, Dalton, Matt, and Brandon of Emo, Emo Alternative Rock Band. Uh, I believe it's, I, I forgot to actually ask, ask them this before we went live, but I believe it's the Magwas, and I could have completely butchered that just now, but we'll get to that in a minute. Uh, so the the Magwas or the Magwas from Scranton, Pennsylvania to the podcast. Let's uh, bring him on. Welcome, guys. What's up? <laughs> so did I say it wrong? Is it Magwas or Magwas? Magwas, yeah, yeah. Magwas. That was, Magwas. Magwas. that was close. That was really okay. that was good. We've had, we've had yeah, <laughs> so much worse. <laughs> yeah, I, I was gonna say I was like I because I I was on the phone with your manager one day and he was telling the name to me and and this has been a while back now so mm-hmm. I can't remember exactly how Eric pronounced it but i knew it was something <laughs> along yeah. those lines <laughs> and i did watch the uh, acoustic session that you guys put out not too long ago too and and you know uh i know like eric right in the beginning he said the name of the band and i'm like i should know how to pronounce it by now <laughs> so um but uh bef- before we get into the thick of things uh let's go around and everyone introduce themselves just so everyone kind of knows what you sound like cool cool uh, well, Eric, you can go first. All right. Uh, I'm Eric Miller. I sing for the Magwas. Hi, I'm uh, Brandon Austin, and I drum for the Magwas. My name's Matt Jenkins, and I play the guitar for the Magwas. And I am Dalton Rissinger, and I play guitar as well for the Magwas. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. And we have almost everyone here. Um, right. Everyone. Yeah. Who are we missing? Dalton. His name's Luke. Luke. It's always the bass player. That's right. <laughs> Darn bass players, man. I'm just kidding. Um, so I, I, I know this is like a s- super stereotypical question, but I'm honestly very curious to know where uh, the Magwas, where that name comes from, because I was doing some some Googling before we went on and I found a couple different things attached to that name so i'm Mm -hmm. i'm curious to know like if it comes from any of those things i found online well i could i could take this one away Um, (laughs) so the short answer is it comes from the last of the mohicans the movie okay after the antagonist magua um 
So the long version of the story is when we started the Mogwaz, I texted seven people and everyone said yes. Uh, and one of those people who is not currently in the band, but uh, came to a couple of practices, our friend Tommy, uh, he came, comes from a gigantic family and all of his uncles would go around when they were kids and they would call themselves the Mogwaz. And so it was his idea. Um, and then we just stuck with it because... I don't know. It seemed unique, and we just got used to it. Okay, cool. I wasn't sure if there was like a deep meaning because, like, just reading about the the novel, it it sounds super interesting because it's actually set at the time of the French and Indian War. So we're talking like yeah. that was was that the 1700s or the 1800s? I I always forget. I think it's the 1800s, right? It was right before ah. the American Revolution. Oh, so it was the 1700s. <laughs> Ten points for Dalton. I was going to say, we're we're getting a uh, a history lesson here. Uh, yeah, it's 1754 to 1763. There you go. Yeah, I uh, I I do remember... Now, now it's coming back to me. Now I'm thinking back to to history class in high school where they, they talk about how it was like what really led up to... The Revolutionary War uh, for America. If you want this to be a history podcast, I can talk all about it. <laughs> I mean, I love history, so, you know, I would be more than okay with that, honestly. I so. a lot of oversimplified history uh, videos. <laughs> <laughs> or the, uh, I always think of the Ancient Aliens guy, you know, from yeah, the History yeah. Channel or whatever. Is it from Ancient Aliens? I don't know. Something I like that. But we all know who we're talking about. The guy that's like totally fried looking. He's just yeah. like, it was aliens. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Well, that is cool to know. I, I figured it was it was probably the novel that it was attached to. But for some reason, I just had to know. It was uh, it was like itching at me to know. Um, so, you know, you guys are from the Scranton, Pennsylvania area, which is where we all know the office is based um, <laughs> for the yeah. TV show. So... Is anyone fans of the show, um, and are, how do like locals feel about the office and the connection to Scranton? Yeah, um, so I was one of the people who never watched it because of the connection. Um, I just was never interested. I was like, you know what? I'd never stop hearing about this, so I uh -huh. like watching it. Um, but then I watched it, and and I am now a fan of the show. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. So was it like, I don't really care about my hometown. I don't want to watch this. Or what was the turnoff? I don't know. I think it was just the constant like, oh, like The Office. Yeah. Every time I said I was from like the Scranton area. And and I'm sure you still get it to, uh, this day, even though the TV show Absolutely. isn't. Oh, God, yeah. You know, it's, it's all the time. Yep. Yeah. I mean, um they're obviously the, the the show's no more, but it's a huge part of pop culture now. Mm -hmm. um, it's mm -hmm. uh, it always reminds me of like when Friends ended and that like carried on forever. And then mm -hmm. I feel like after Friends, it was The Office that like took over pop culture. You know, yeah. yeah. Um, how about uh, how about Dalton, Matt, or Brandon? How about you guys? How do you feel about The Office? So I never like I watched like season one. I don't know why I never got into it. I think I just kind of missed it throughout high school, but mm. it was always like a thing going through college. Like, Hey, I'm from Scranton. Everybody's like, Oh, like the office. And I'm not I'm like, yeah, that's right. Like yeah. if you can identify Scranton like that. I'm yeah. like, that's, that's great. Cause, you know. <laughs> 
Yeah. yeah. I mean, I watched it like when it first came out. Like I like legitimately loved The Office all the time. And then I kind of lost it for a little bit because like you said, everybody talks about it. It's the only uh, thing that's interesting that's ever took place in Scranton. <laughs> so like everyone's like, hey, Cooper Seafood and like poor Richard's pub. It's like, yeah, yeah, man, like totally, I get you. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, but I, I still love the show. Like, I, I thought it was great. And a lot of the places that they talk about are in Scranton. Yeah. You know, the mm-hmm. people that were in the show, like that, uh, the guy that plays Kevin, he's like a huge hit around here. He comes back and he bartends like during some of our biggest weekends. <laughs> like the places <laughs> sell out. Oh, no shit. Going crazy. Yeah. yeah. It's, so it's wow. there's a lot of fun to it. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. You guys should do a, uh, like a, an emo alternative version of the theme song. Yeah. Just, you know, when, when, uh, when shows come back and, you know, you, you hit the road or whatever, that can mm-hmm. be like your, your shtick, like your opener, like, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, we're from Scranton. Yeah, we know. And then yeah. you can just, <laughs> you know, then just start playing, you know, the song and then be like, okay, that's all we want to hear now about the office that's it no no more office talk no more office reference we've we've heard it all believe me um but i i have not seen every single episode of the office i've only seen i can't even tell you how many but i've definitely watched the show and have always cracked up watching it but i was just curious like how locals felt about the show since you guys are actually from scranton you know, yeah. Um, it's cool to know that some of those places actually exist, um, just yeah. like yeah. they do yeah. in, the, in the TV show. I'm pretty so. sure. Didn't they mention our high school in the show? Yeah, their high school. Yeah, was they on the yeah. And they so went to heavy. Valley View High School, which is like yeah. literally across the street. Over there. Yeah. <laughs> so, bes- but besides the office, like, wh- what else does Scranton have going for it? How big is Scranton? Uh, it's like the eighth largest city in Pennsylvania. Yeah. Uh, Let me tell you, it's the sixth because I looked that oh, up. Oh, I don't know why. See, move, moving up in the world. I don't know why I did. Amazing. <laughs> I mean, Scranton is very, it's just the perfect town to write emo music in. Um, it's Great. There's not much to do except, you know, drink. Have a good time with some good people, and there's a lot of good people around here. But man, there's there's not a lot to do around here. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's just all that uh, damage that the office did to you yeah, guys. That's right. And, <laughs> and that's <laughs> and that's why there's that you know the the emo yes. uh, feeling to you know the Magua's music. It's just exactly because of the office. You know, yeah. It's all because of the office. It's all because of the office. Oh my yeah. gosh. Um so you know like this last week or two, especially this week it seems like there's been more like tours announced and and festivals and things like that uh for the summer and for the fall. And I'm curious, like, how are you guys feeling about it? Because when I see these announcements and and things now, it just feels so weird to me. Like, shows? Like, this is a, it's like, this is a thing? Like, it's just, like, I don't know. It's, it's like, I'm excited, but then I'm like, I, I just feel weird. Like, how are you guys feeling about it? Yeah, ready to go. Yeah, we're ready (laughs) ready to go. I think uh, it's weird because same thing, like, I can't personally picture myself right now at a show but there's also nothing i want to do more than go play a show if you know, you know what i mean yeah. um in terms of like when i'm i'm kind of i was talking to you guys about this about like 
shows coming back now, I'm kind of at this point where I'm, I'm watching to see kind of how it goes in the next month and see who's still, um, we said almost who's, he's, who's, who's still standing, who's still open in terms of like, you know, yeah. venues for, for our sizes of the band. Um, you know, because now everybody's going to want to go out and play out. Everybody's going to want to go open for, you know, XYZ band or go tour and do all this stuff. And it's kind of trying to navigate that whole landscape moving forward into the fall and seeing, you know, what the future holds for us. Because we're ready to go. We're ready to go play, ready to play, go see our fans. Uh, but it's a little tricky at the moment, you know? Yeah, that's the problem is is everyone is ready, you know. <laughs> and it's like, okay, how do we handle all of these bands that are coming at us? Like, how do we get... Yeah. How do we get our name in the hat for, you know, mapping out our own, whether it's a tour or it's just like weekend, small weekend runs in the yeah, region. Right. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like, how do you, you know. Especially you... this week, I, I felt it was weird because the government, what, what was it, the national government coming out CDC, saying, CDC, yeah. CDC saying, oh, you don't have to wear a mask if you're back, like vaxxed or vaccinated. Right. And I'm still like, do I wear a mask in this place? <laughs> And then I walk in, nobody's got masks. And then the next place you go to, everybody's masked up. Mm -hmm. And it's probably the same with venues. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Like, yeah, it's, it's it, not like it's, it's a weird like yet. you're trying to like you know sail through the murky waters right at this point. Yeah, like, nobody yeah. has any of the answers. <laughs> yeah, and and all I can tell you is I just want to play a guitar in front of people. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. No. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, ab absolutely, absolutely. How about you, Eric? How how have you? What's been your reaction seeing? the the announcements of of festivals and tours yeah it's exciting for me for sure uh it's good to just see it i mean it kind of trickled in a little bit but i think especially in the last month or so you saw a lot more volume as far as announcements um but the one thing i can't stop thinking about is you know just the fact that the very last thing that we're all going to be doing again is packing into a room sweating on each other and like screaming in each other's faces so i'm not sure uh how the beginning of that's gonna look once it comes back but yeah like, trying to be hopeful honestly i feel i don't know if it's called psd or ptsd or what but like you yeah. just bringing that up right now the whole packed in a room sweating on each other like it kind of makes me cringe you know like i'm kind of like i'm just like scared like it's yeah. uh, like should, is it illegal to like incite a mosh pit yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right it's just that's why that's why i feel so weird about all of these announcements you know like here you know i live an hour south of chicago and they just announced the Lala Palooza lineup today. Yeah. Oh yeah. Solid. And they, I'm pretty sure also said that it's going to be full capacity. I could be wrong, mm -hmm. but, and I think there's something about getting a COVID test too, like before being allowed to come in. I don't quote me on that, but I'm pretty sure I read that it's going to be like a full capacity thing. And that alone made me think like, it's like I'm almost like really introverted at this point, and I don't want to be like wall to wall against yeah. people just because, yeah. yeah. like, of that thought. Like, oh no, I'm gonna get something. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm gonna be like, I'm gonna be. You'll be that guy who's like constantly like putting hand sanitizer on him. It's just gonna be like misting that stuff <laughs> in the air. Like, I'll, I'll have a can of Lysol, just be like. Shh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
But um, anyway, I was just curious, like to to know if I was the only one feeling that way or mm-hmm. not. Like, mm-hmm. you yeah. know, yeah, I'm interested to see what the festival shows. Um, you know, even if everything's back to normal, I'm interested to see, like, actually see how people stand now. You know, if they go rush up to the stage, I want to see if people instinctively stand farther apart now. Yeah, right. <laughs> and and if well, if they're even going to be able to, you yeah. know, or actually, better yet. It'll be interesting to see what the turnout will actually be. Yeah. You know? yeah. It'll be interesting to see how many people are actually way too afraid to go. And then mm. I suppose that would leave room for distancing. You yeah. Know? yeah. Even though they're saying eh, it, it's not necessary, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But um yeah, it'll be interesting to say the least. Um so you know, I was reading on Facebook, I think it was yesterday, when um, I, I posted about the live, this live stream and podcast, and, and you guys shared it. You said you've been working hard behind the scenes on, on some cool content. So I'm like, what are they talking about? I want to know about it. Like, are you going to, like, shed some light on this or not? Like, what's oh, what's yeah. happening? <laughs> yeah. Well, back in January, I guess it was, right? January? Right? January. January. You know, we released our our last EP. One of us is lying in uh, November. in November, and uh, we went back in with with Nick Brzezzi, Brusat, and started working on some new music. And uh, we have spent literally the past months, you know, I guess, it's been six months now, six months uh, working on preparing all of that um, for the near future. Can't necessarily give a date yet, but. Um, we have, you know, we did a bunch of videos and we sell a bunch more videos to film, a bunch of photo shoots. Um, and, and we're working now with, you know, the restrictions hopefully being lifted fully, working on maybe some tours and shows. And um, it's been, we've been kind of quiet. Typically we're like a, every couple of days posting kind of band, like always like kind of in your face, like we're right here, you know? Um, <laughs> and recently we've been kind of like once a, once a week, um, just touching base with our fans, telling them like, hey, listen, like, we know it's been a little bit quiet, but it's really just because we're working our asses off to doing other stuff, you know? Uh, yeah. There's a lot of stuff behind the scenes. Yeah. No matter, like, you know, crazy. you know, going to this place to shoot a video mm-hmm. for, you know, this redacted song. That yeah. About <laughs> that. You know, going here to not, to not be able to talk about that. And it's like, yeah, me, yeah. I am, like, ready to, like, tell everybody. And mm-hmm. I can't. I have to, like, put, like, a clamp on my mouth because like, I'm so excited for the new stuff. Yeah, it's exactly yeah. how it feels. You know, it's like... Uh, rejected i think it's the word i cannot <laughs> speak about but uh we've been we've been kind of teasing it for a while and we 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 like sometimes to throw teasers but we also hate it because we we don't like dragging you know dragging it out you know um but because of covid because of the way things kind of kind of lined up uh you know we only had with one of us lying we only had so much content available at a certain point you know we kind of had to be like all right well what are we gonna like what are we gonna do so we decided to do the acoustic thing you know and that was a lot of fun. These guys like that was really I, the quality um, was really good on that. By the way, oh, yeah, that was yeah. that was top notch. Oh, yeah, we so have uh, this this team Ionic Development. They do a, a hell of a job here in Scranton, and yeah. they uh they help us out on a lot of the stuff. Like especially with one of us is lying coming mm-hmm. out, and then for mm-hmm. that, like we set up it was a this cool cafe in our town, mm-hmm. and they set it all up and man it looked really cool we, were, we really hit that like mtv unplugged sort of thing that we were trying to That's go true. for yeah yeah, yeah. And, and you you did audio for that i did yeah. i did yeah. yeah i just created my interface a bunch of mics and they did all the uh, video stuff and 
I just mixed it, it together, together and sent it to them. <laughs> they worked their magic yeah. there. But... That's awesome. I was going to say, like, that was one of the, uh, as far as, like, sound quality. Well, even the camera work was really good, too. But mm-hmm. it was one of the best I've seen, like, through this pandemic, you know. Oh, awesome. so, Thanks. I really appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah, no problem. Um, So now, Nick, you're talking about Nick from... Ne- or uh, not neck deep listen to me uh man overboard right papa nick is that what you call him yeah, yeah, yeah. Daddy. <laughs> okay now like that now i have all kinds of questions if you're gonna if you're gonna be calling him daddy nick like yeah. you know I mean, what's, you know, what's the exchange here, fellas? Um, <laughs> or do I want to know? Do we want to know? Yeah, at the first time at the lumber yard, he'd come in and he's like, oh, I took the kids to the Amish market and took the kids here. And we just started calling him daddy. You know? <laughs> <laughs> he, like, he likes it. I think he definitely <laughs> likes like, it. He so, it. He's our guy. Yeah. Oh, my God. We were all just like, uh, like just joking around and having a good time all the time and like yeah. he just vibes with us so well yeah. that we could just bust each other constantly and still like work on things very very like yeah. hard and yeah. like in depth but it's Brittany uh Brittany Edwards says she definitely wants to know <laughs> <laughs> you know yeah, this, okay. this whole daddy, uh, this whole daddy brain, thing. Um, so, <laughs> so you're saying, so you're saying if I wanted to work with Nick and if I really wanted to grab his attention, I could send him an email or a message saying, hi, daddy. Um, you know, you think, you think that'll work? That'll just. I think so. Yeah. 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 Then you tell him that I mean, we sent you and you'll be fine. Yeah. Like, it's all good. Yeah. You the email off like that. He's definitely going to read it. <laughs> oh my God, man. You're just, uh, I just, I don't know. I was going to say, round of applause for that one. Crack, cracking me up, man. Oh, my gosh. That's too good. Um, so what is what is your favorite, besides daddy, um, what is your favorite thing about working with Nick? Like, what is what is his forte or his, like, signature or mark? You know, I feel like every producer, engineer um, kind of has their their signature when it comes to like when you're listening to something that they've collaborated on you can always tell like oh i can totally tell that nick did this or travis barker did this or you know what i mean like what's what's his his signature on his his work um, that's a really good question Eric, have a, Eric, do you have Eric, do you, on that i feel like you work with you know vocally i feel like there's a lot of stuff there but i mean I don't know if I had to say, I I don't know. I think he just has so much experience, you know, like he understands what works and what doesn't. And um, he also has a really good ability. Um, I mean, obviously I don't know. I'm not in the room when he works with every band, but just from working with them ourselves, like you get the sense, like he understands how to play to the best of people and really like read the room and understand. Cause you know, he definitely loves to bust us. We love to bust him. And like, we have a very fun environment, but the work always gets done. I mean, it's always that first. 
Yeah. And I'm sure not every single band that walks in there is like always just like saying stupid stuff to each other and mm-hmm. whatnot. But you, you know, guys don't do that. Because... You guys don't say stupid oh, yeah, stuff never. to each other. No, right? <laughs> no never. <laughs> I think, I I think that's think so. a part of it. You know, he really uh, definitely, definitely read us quickly um, when we worked with him the first time. Mm-hmm. And then from there, he just has a lot of experience writing good songs. And so um, it's, it's a huge help. Yeah. Well, here you go. Um, David, uh, Andrea. Hey, what's up? David Andreas. Uh, is that how you say his last yeah. name? Um, his, I'm, I'm assuming he's in the band Deer Spring. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. He says he was 100% that way um, yeah. with them. So that's awesome. Yeah. So, I, said it's he's a comfortable the best. environment. <laughs> he yeah, is. He is the best. But, uh, I mean, I think the biggest thing musically with, like, uh, Nick is he focuses, and it's a lot of things that we've been trying to do, too, with, like, the hooks of the chorus and making it sound, like, we really focus on our chorus hooks, and, like, that's where I think when you talk about sonically, where Nick, like, thrives, Mm -hmm. is that everything just feels very important in those choruses, and I think that that really shows on our latest album, where, Mm -hmm. like, there's these big anthemic things that really shine through. Mm-hmm. At least when he's working with us, that seems to be like the number one thing that we focus on and trying to really hammer down and like, all right, well, what's what's the real important part of this song? What's what are we what are we, what's our, like our tagline that people are pumping their fists and chanting? You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And another yeah. thing is uh, kind of just playing off the last point I had. He's definitely he's he has the ability to tell you what you are and what you're not. So, like for example, the first yeah. time we went in, we had a song with "Action Speak Louder Than Words" that initially had a seven-four breakdown in it. Oh my god! And he was just like, "Yeah, so like, what's up with this breakdown?" <laughs> and you know, I as a as a singer, I went in there. You know, I was always a singer, like a choir singer, and um, I never really had like a rough and rowdy voice. But when we started a pop punk band, that's kind of what I tried to do. And he was like, "You don't sing like that, like." Just like sing normally, mm-hmm. and it helped me sing better. Yeah. But it's just because I had this idea in my head, and he was just like, "Oh no, you guys aren't that." Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember. Um, I uh, I went through a phase where I was obsessed with the band Mest, and I uh, I like made it a point to sound as much a- a- like Tony Lovato as I could mm-hmm. when I was singing, you know, and. Um, it uh it didn't it didn't i couldn't do it because that wasn't what you know like i naturally sounded like right so it's um it's always good when someone can kind of give you that outside perspective but Mm -hmm. but but how does he present when when like you're talking about that that breakdown is it just kind of like Dude, this blows. Like, or, or oh, how does he? Sometimes, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah he just... Sometimes, maybe, but I yeah, I don't know. He just gives his honest opinion mm-hmm. as a, a songwriter, and he's yeah, yeah. very ex- very experienced mm-hmm. at doing that. And after after working with them, it's like, wow, I, I don't write the I don't write songs the same anymore because mm-hmm. I'm like, damn, like this part does it's not needed, you know. He, yeah. He's very good at creating a song that makes sense it's a lot of joking around but there's no bullshit when it comes yeah. to that like it's yeah. very much like we we get down like if, if something's not right for the song he's like we gotta cut that and like mm-hmm. you can fight yeah. for it if you want but also you gotta trust you know the producer you gotta trust him you know yeah. he's like basically yeah. a six member of the band at this point with his mm-hmm. opinions on our music yeah and so when he says something you kind of like take a sec like a step back and you're like 
yeah, you know what? You're right. Let's let's go at it. So like, it's very open and honest. You know, and I think it has to be to make the best music possible. Yeah. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Um, Let's see, we got uh, Eric, or no, not Luke. Luke, he's the bass player, right? Or is this a different Luke? This is different, Luke. Okay, he says, Eric is such a king, I want to give him a big smooch. Yeah. Yeah. I will 100% allow that. (laughs) Dang. (laughs) All right. I I don't have a smooch sound effect, but I do Uh, have... I got one. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe a goat? I don't know. (laughs) Oh, God. Um, All right, so we're we're about halfway through the show, guys. And um, I got to make sure... That uh, I we recognize our our sponsor for this episode, which is Pop Punk Takeout. Have you guys heard about Pop Punk Takeout at all? No, no tell no. us about. It. All right, so this is the coolest idea that I've heard someone come up with in a long time. So, what Pop Punk Takeout is? It's literally a monthly subscription box. That, that will be delivered to your door every single month, and it's going to be filled with all kinds of different merch from pop punk bands all over the world. Ooh, that's amazing. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> I, love, I love that idea. And it's So, like, I got this is a shirt that I got in, yeah, in, wow. this, in this first box, okay? Oh, yeah. And then I've got, you know, this this whole box is just an example of what to expect in the future, but there's awesome. there's stickers. This is the yeah, pop yeah. punk takeout sticker, but then there's stickers from uh, you guys might be familiar with the band Out of Time from uh, Florida. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, got uh, got one of their their CDs oh, right wow. here. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Awesome. And yeah. then uh, got a Out of Time koozie. Wow! There you go. Nice. It's yeah. awesome. and it's got a little, it's got a little polar bear on it. I don't know if you can see there that. You go. Oh, it's a polar bear. And then uh, off guard, a sticker from Off Guard. Oh wow! Um, there you go. Which they're actually, I believe, Off Guard is going to be on uh, Pop Punk and Pizza next week. I think. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and then we also have. You know, you would think, well, is this thing going to include vinyl? And it is. I got uh, <laughs> got a seven inch wow. here from a band called uh, Bambies, and wow. they're signed to, uh, I believe, it's Rita or Rada Records, mm. um, which is uh, run by a uh, one person, a, a wonderful. Uh, I can't remember her name now, but uh, it's a it's a one woman show, and I'm trying wow. to remember her name. I've talked to her once. She was so nice, but uh, it's the coolest coolest looking little uh little vinyl here um and then of course there's some there's some buttons and some other uh stickers too but um so that's like what you can expect each month out of the pop punk takeout box which is uh rolling out here now so if you want to get more information on this you can go to uh poppunktakeout.com and you can sign up for their mailing list. And uh, also, I, I'm not sure if you're able to buy subscriptions yet, but you can get all the details right now at poppunktakeout.com. Or maybe by the time you're listening to this episode, uh, things might be up and running. Uh, you can also follow them on social media. Uh, Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok is at poppunktakeout. And I know they also have um, a Spotify playlist as well that you can check wow. out uh, a lot of the bands that um 
I just showed. So uh, what's cool about this is that people are going to be able to find out about brand new pop punk bands, but they're also mm-hmm. going to get something from a band that they're probably familiar with, or maybe they already know, or maybe it's one of their favorite bands from when they were a kid. Um, so check out poppunktakeout.com when you get the chance. So that's sweet. I think I seriously, I, it was, um, it was like a, a couple months ago, um, that I, was approached by um, Veronica and Scott, who are, are running this. It was, I think it was even before the new year. And they were like, so what do you think of this idea? And I'm like, this is really cool. Like, I, they're like, do you yeah. think it would be a, a a successful thing? And I think, I was like, yeah, I absolutely. I think that's the coolest thing ever. So, um, yeah, so, so get on that. Maybe, um, you know. Yeah. Maybe you guys will be able to be a part of the box one day. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I do know that, uh, you know, Eric knows about it. So you're there maybe you true. So, there we go. So there you go. But you have to, you have to bug him about it and be like, yo, <laughs> be like, we want, you know, we want on that box. <laughs> Give me the box. Eric. Give me the box. Yeah. All right. Um, Let's get back to. Oh yeah, here's Scott right now, um, who's the, who I was just talking about. Part of Pop Punk Takeout, he says, "I hope to see the mag- oh, yeah. the Magwas in a Pop Punk Takeout box in the future." See? Oh, absolutely! Yeah. 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 So there you go. Um, all right, we've got. Uh, I was going to say someone had a question here. Okay, here we go. How does the sound of the new record compare to the last one? Um, same kind of vibe, but more focused or new direction of sorts is what David wants to know. So for Drum the sound, city. <laughs> city. what's what's that? Drum City. It's Drum loud. City. It's oh, some yeah. really. Is it just is it just Brandon the whole time playing drums, drums and nothing else? That's what it is. The whole record is just. Me. And yeah. Eric and Eric is just yelling over it. He's like, yeah, yeah. 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 They had a crash once in a while. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's funny. Oh, so, yeah. so yeah. What what is compared to your last EP that was just put out uh, last year? One of us is lying. Mm-hmm. What does this upcoming EP uh, sound like? Mm-hmm. Um, I would definitely say sadder and a little yeah. more complex. Man, mm-hmm. yeah. I'm yeah, sad now. A little darker. Um, it's like it's. I think it's a little bit more like mature in this type of like lyrical content that we go about. It's a little bit, you know, it's really not so much a complete departure from the last stuff. Cause it's not like, it's not, there's a lot of ties to what you heard on one of us is lying, mm-hmm. but it is like a little bit more of a darker, like, like a heavier, but not super heavy, more complex sort of feel to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We definitely leaned, I think more into that. Um, I guess like that glum sound, you know, where where it's a little bit more of that like, um, you know, drum guitar heavy driven, like kind of um, uh, rock and roll kind of style, you know. Like it's that, that for us, we leaned into to emo and lyrically, um, and we definitely reflected a lot more on on some of our own personal experiences in the past like year and a half and what we what we've been through, and I think we dug really deep um, as a band and trying to, you know, really understand what it is we sound like and what it is that, um, 
the fans really enjoy and trying to, you know, take that experience and get and present to Nick in a way um, for him to help us take it to that like next level. And, and Nick actually just changed studios. Um, he's now at the Gradwell house in, in New Jersey. Um, and, and when we changed that studio, there was also the opportunity to get, um, you know, uh, more unique. We had essentially more time and, and more opportunity to do certain things that, that maybe we didn't have the opportunity to do before. So when I mentioned drum city, I mean, the, the drums on this record specifically are, some of the best sounding jobs I think I've ever heard in terms of our, in terms of our experience of, of recording and, and, and the sounds we've gotten. Um, I think, a lot better equipment. Yeah. It's just like a lot of, it was an upgrade across the board like that. and that oh, type yeah. of stuff that we ended up, you know, having a record that sounds like more polished. I'll right. Say that. And we've added some more ears into the, into the mix in terms of like people hearing it um, prior to the finished product. So we have a couple more input, a little bit more input from people. And I think that's helped us really define what, you know what the sex record is going to be and we're so excited for it yeah well yeah you got me all amped up about it too and uh, <laughs> and so is david he says he loves the sound of that can't wait uh, <laughs> he said maybe nick will give us a preview when we go back in a few Ooh. weeks shout out to dave and uh deer springs too i, I think they were just there maybe last week or two weeks yeah. ago. So he knows okay. exactly yeah. what we're talking yeah. about. When we say okay. <laughs> nice. Nice. Um, okay. Here's another question from Brittany. Uh, said, do any of you guys have, uh, have a must have or ritual before a show or after? Oh yeah. Um, I don't know. Drinking. Drinking before and after, or just after? Or yeah, just you know, before, during, after the next <laughs> day. Yeah, just you know, all the time. Yeah, have a couple Rumpelman shots. That's right. A couple what? A shots of what? Rumpelman. Rump. What's schnapps? It's schnapps. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know people still drank schnapps. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's something that Eric brought out and then we haven't stopped. Eric. It was all an accident. Yeah. <laughs> okay, um, so so schnapps is a yeah. ritual. What mm -hmm. else? I used to do I used to there's a lot of things I do. I always pack the car mostly by myself because I don't like people <laughs> making the car. Or setting up the drums. Um but one thing I used to do, I I don't know if I'll do it continuing forward because I haven't done this since covid but i used to play without shoes on um which is like a, a unique thing but then i would always like end up messing something up or getting too excited and we used to play like cover shows a lot like in the beginning phases of our band and it'd be like three hour shows and i'd be like my feet would be like bleeding by the end of it all so i don't wow. know maybe it's like a full-on original sets like shortest sets like probably go back to that little i just love the feel of like you know uh, like my bare feet against like the full pedal. I just really enjoy that. Um, I mean, I honestly, um, being a drummer, um, a lot of drummers I know either don't like to wear shoes while they're mm -hmm. playing. I've met a lot of drummers like that. And they also always wear shorts. Yeah. I also always wear shorts. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Typically. Yeah. yeah. You should see it. Cause he hits his, he, and then he hits his thigh. I do hit my thigh. A bruise on his thigh afterwards. <laughs> Okay. And I give him a shot of Rumplemans and tell him gotcha. to get back. Yeah, yeah. Brittany, Brittany says take them puppies off. Summer vibes. Yeah. She she's all about the summer vibes. There it is. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> I no, also I, kind. Of, oh, sorry. No, go ahead. I was just gonna say I also kind of I feel like I take a few minutes to just like totally isolate myself before we actually go on. Mm -hmm. I kind of just like doing that. Yeah. Like, I don't know. 
I think by in my head thinking I'm like getting like quite literally getting into like a certain zone. Mm-hmm. I think it helps me actually just get focused and try to put on the best show. Yeah, absolutely. You kind of have to switch gears, especially mm-hmm. when you're, you know, you're a, a DIY band, you're doing everything yourself, you're loading in your gear, you're getting all your stuff set up. Um, you know, you, you're like, you're multitasking, you're thinking about all these things, you know, and then you're, you're seeing all these people at the show and, or maybe you got to talk to the stage manager or the promoter or whatever it is. So there's just a bunch of things going around. You're kind of like, ah, you know, there's just all these things going on in your mind. And, and, uh, you kind of have to like, yeah, you kind of have to like calm yourself down before you go on and you're like, Mm -hmm okay, remember, mm-hmm. this is what it's about. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's about this moment on stage. It's not yeah. about, oh, shit, I hope we have enough change at the merch table. Like, <laughs> you know, like things mm-hmm. things like that. Or, oh, crap, I hope we didn't forget the, the credit card reader or whatever, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Um, it's all those little things. Um, yeah. And uh, Van Full of Nuns says, pre-show routines are beautiful and unique. Yes, I, absolutely, yeah. I absolutely yeah, each, agree. Each one, of, each one of us does like our own little thing before we go on. Not like yeah. super. I would never call my like thing like a pre-show ritual or anything like that. Yeah, but I, I think always, it would be cool to have a ritual. Yeah, I, I think sure. I just double check, triple check everything. Mm-hmm. I like to go around and talk to everybody in the venue beforehand. <laughs> so yeah, he's the complete nut. opposite of Eric. Yeah, yeah Eric's <laughs> like talking, and I'm like waving to the bartenders. What's your name? I'm like, you know, I like to acquaint everybody yeah. in the audience. I, I like, like it makes for a better show. He's, he's the senator. Yeah. He goes and he'll, he'll go off and he'll shake hands yeah, with everyone politician. before the show. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, it's but, just, I mean, I think know, we all I have our little different things that we do before a show yeah. to get amped up and get in that mindset. Well, after the shows too, though, like one thing we started doing, I guess, more towards the end when we, when we before COVID again, um, we would like after shows hang out with a lot of fans and like, they, you know, eventually have a drink with us or they'll buy merch. And then, like, next thing you know, we're signing merch and giving away flags and doing all this stuff. Like, hanging out. Our big thing is definitely, like, fan experience. We love hanging out with, like, our fans and, and spending time with them, even if it makes us late for, you know, the next show, the next day or whatever. <laughs> we'll figure it out, you know? <laughs> that kind of thing. So, so what has been um, your have, – have you guys done any tours or just regional shows? Or what's what was your experience before COVID? We've done mainly like regional stuff, like playing around our area, like New York, Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've been to New Jersey and stuff like that. So yeah. basically, in this like you know tri-state area of the Northeast, mm-hmm. and just trying to you know hit as many of those markets as we possibly can. Mm-hmm. You know, it, you know, time's kind of tough with money and getting over to like you know California and Chicago and stuff, mm-hmm. places that we would love to yeah. play. Yeah. But oh, it's man. tough when you're doing you know DIY stuff. So we really like focused on getting as solid of a base we could in the Northeast and then we can sort of branch out from there. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it's cool. like where you guys are at, you're in a perfect area to, to hit all those, you know, major oh, points. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, mm-hmm. You know, DC and, and uh, yeah, New York yeah. obviously. And, and exactly. you're not far from the other, you know, you've got obviously other major cities in Pennsylvania as well. Philadelphia is a big one. Yeah. Like there's a lot of yeah. there's a lot of places in Philadelphia with a lot of people in our scene. Mm-hmm. You know, I lived in Philly for five years, mm-hmm. and we we just have like a decent amount of connections down there. And that's just one of my favorite places to play. Yeah, awesome. The energy in Philadelphia is like it's like nowhere else to me. It's yeah. it's just like a it's different vibe. It's like yeah. real salt of the earth, like amazing type of people, and everyone's ready to go crazy. Yeah. That's my favorite kind of show. Yeah, Philly is is kind of like 
um, kind of like Chicago, where it's kind of like an epicenter of yeah of, yep. of pop punk or just music in general. Um, mm-hmm. But it, but especially punk oriented music. Yeah. There's just mm-hmm. been there's so many from from the you know the smaller level to the to the bigger level. There's yeah. so mm-hmm. many that have that have come out of the the Philly area or even Pittsburgh. You know yeah Um, Yeah. because what anti-flag is from pittsburgh right i believe so yeah they played a show here once yeah they played a couple times yeah uh, but i know that's that's going off into a little bit you know subgenre there but not specifically pop punk but um yeah you know but i mean punk rock legends if uh if you um let's see have you all thought about a viral show or online show? Uh, you guys didn't do any live streams, did you? Oh, you know, think... we actually, we tried to do a, well, we looked into, we tried to set up like a whole on, before the the acoustic set, we actually looked into doing a, a, like a legitimate, like kind of ran out of venue, like a big venue and, and doing a live stream, like a full on show. Mm-hmm. Um, and by the time we got into it and understand like kind of understanding the scope of what's available to us currently and um, you know, what it is we could realistically do at this time. We didn't feel like we could give out the the quality product that we wanted to, if that makes sense. Um, We kind of wanted to make it as best as we could. And we felt that at that time, the acoustic videos were our best bet in terms of like finances at that time um, not even just finances yeah. like when you talk about quality like there's a lot of there's not many places that were willing to just let bands like off the street come in and do a, a show like that like right. you yeah. know if you're silverstein you can go and you can play a viral show in seven different cities or whatever you want right mm-hmm. but you know when you're sitting in scranton a lot of these bars were struggling for anything and mm-hmm. weren't yeah. open yeah. weren't allowing anyone in and it's tough or even like any of the venues around here were just strictly closed up. Right. Yeah. And so yeah. it became like a logistical nightmare to even try. Where are so, we going to go? Yeah. It's one of those things that like what I want to do a viral show. Like, oh, oh yeah, I'm I, sure. I want to play yeah. with these guys as yeah. much as possible. Yeah. But, you know, the real thing is coming back shortly. And I, mm-hmm. I think we've sort of waited out long enough that at this point, we're just going to get wait to get back on the stage in front of fans. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I, I feel like at this point with all the big festivals and tours that have been announced for the summer and the fall. I think it, it's all go at this point. Yeah. You know, it's like, it just needs to, I think it just needs to happen. I feel like it, that's, that's enough. We're of teaching the, our way there. So yeah. Close. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I know like with, with you guys, you're more on the emo alternative and not so much pop punk. So mm. I'm curious, like where does the pop punk come in? for you guys as far as yeah. like influence and, and things like that where does your influence yeah, yeah. I mean, we have a lot, our like our whole thing we've all wanted like to start pop punk because we love pop punk bands mm-hmm. the thing is the music we just wrote turned more into like an emo anthem rock which we're all fans of as well yeah mm-hmm. but like i mean i my favorite band of all time is the wonder years mm-hmm. and i grew up like when I was like a little kid, I literally went out and got like from under the court tree mm-hmm. and I love like, you know, the early panic of the disco and listening to, you know, three cheers for sweet revenge on oh, like yeah. my iPod. <laughs> like that was the type of stuff that we all listened to, you know, mm-hmm. growing up. And then, you know, we have our branches, but that mm-hmm. was, you know, that was where the pop punk sort of thing came into our minds. Cause I mean, I know you're a big Mayday Parade. Yeah. Fan. Huge Mayday fan. Yeah. Oh, and, okay. Uh, stuff like that. Yeah. It's straight up like Mayday. 
you know, Knuckle Puck. I do like the, uh, what were the other ones? Uh, Real Friends, like those bands. Like I, you know, Warp Tour, essentially. If you think of Warp Tour, that's, that's us. <laughs> yeah. 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 No, but we all have like different types of influences too. Like, I grew up like my dad played '80s heavy metal and stuff mm-hmm. like that, and yeah. you, know, you like listen to like bad. a lot of like new metal and that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh, like yeah, yeah. and then these guys introduced me to like all the pop punk bands like the Wonder Years and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, me and Eric are the big uh, like the Meshuggah and Periphery. <laughs> <Like that too. laughs> yeah. yeah. I was gonna yeah. say, Eric, how about you? Where where does pop punk fit into your your life? Yeah, I think. Um, it was pretty much everything I listened to at the time of starting the band. And I would also say it's the reason that I wanted to, you know, play in a full band again. Cause we used to always play with each other when we were like 12, 13 years old. And then me and Jank started doing like acoustic gigs, but we always had the itch to get a full band back together. And now we're all older. We could play at bars and whatnot. Um, but around that time I was listening to a lot of the wonder years, uh, story so far, state champs, um, and then I think what happened was we tried to write music like that. And then the more we wrote, the more we just kind of wrote stuff that wasn't that. And mm-hmm. I think it just, yeah. instead of fighting it, we kind of just let it happen and ended up where we are now. That, that is, that is the key right there um, is, is not fighting that mm-hmm. and, yeah. and just letting it, letting it flow, you know, not stopping it and being like, this doesn't sound like the story so far. That's not what I wanted. Like yeah, yeah. it's, it's, you gotta, you gotta break, you gotta break past that point and uh, find, find your sound. And, and it sounds like you guys are constantly working on that, which is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think at this point we even, um, what'd you say? I was just saying, like, I think the sound that we were coming up with, like, like you said, not fighting it, we didn't just like not fight it. Like we kind of leaned into it because yeah. a lot of the stuff we were writing just came so like, not like easy, but like it was an easier process than it was to try and write. Cause we have some songs that we've never released that were more pop punk songs mm-hmm. and the songs that we put out and the songs that we thought were good were much more along the lines of what we did. And then mm-hmm. those pop punk songs, the they didn't make you. the cut. Yeah. They just yeah. weren't. They weren't us. Yeah. Yeah, and a lot yeah. comes back to Nick. Yeah, I was gonna saying, say saying, "Is this guy? Is this really you guys? Yeah, Are you guys really pop punk." Yeah, we have him to thank for a lot of that too. In terms yeah. of like the first time around when we sat down with Nick, he was like, "I remember him asking us like, who you know maybe we would, we would imagine our music would be played along with or who we would tour with, something like that along those lines." And we named like at that time we were thinking like, "Oh, like you know, like pop punk bands we would name a bunch." And and at the end of that first session, it was only like a three day session with them. We came out. I was like, okay, so it's not that. Definitely, I'm happy with with everything. You know how everything's turned out and the way our sound is turned. You know, it's, yeah. I'm so stoked about it. Yeah, yeah. I think at this point we even make it a point to do the opposite. So yeah. now at this point we try to not sound like yeah, anybody. Yeah. <laughs> I, just I mean, that around. that that's super super important. You know, mm-hmm. so. um what do you guys fit into like any what what are some like pop punk stereotypes that you think actually aren't stereotypes or any stereotypes that you fit into you know what i mean like when it comes to you know like being the um what's the word i'm looking for well i guess stereotype obviously i was trying to think of an example but i can't think of one uh, do you guys know. know what I mean? I mean, yeah. Yeah. Uh, 
like yeah. goofy. Like we're kind of goofy. I feel like okay. that's yeah. Kind of yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think for how dark some of our lyrics and music is, like our personalities, like Completely are not different. that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, probably yeah. like here's Gorma, like damn, these dudes are sad, and we yeah. are sad. Very <laughs> like, upbeat too. Like this yeah. is like a normal time with us is just like you, joking around. Yeah. yeah, you could you could coin that somehow. Like yeah. emo <laughs> emo songs, pop punk attitude or pop punk yeah, goofiness yeah, yeah, or something yeah, oh yeah <laughs> something along yeah, yeah something along those lines yeah yeah there yeah, we man. go awesome well um we're we're getting close to time so um anything that uh else you guys want to plug or i i know obviously you can't announce like a release date yet for this new mm-hmm. ep but maybe there's something else that you could fill us in on before you know but i'm yeah. sure that like there's going to be a single coming soon right yeah there's a lot of stuff <laughs> in the works i know i can i can give away some things i guess we do have some uh new merch in the works which we're excited about and this is merch like pre-release of possibly the next the next cycle so it would be like maybe a summer thing i think we're looking at maybe doing uh like a couple of summer days of the mogwaz you might might see that coming up soon uh because, you know, now we have some time together uh, with the summer and, and stuff like that. And Eric uh, just finished law school. We're super proud of him for that. Dude, law uh, school. Congratulations, man. Thank you. We're so proud of him. Love you, Eric. So, <laughs> so real, real quick. So you graduated law school. Now do you have to take the bar exam? Is that how that works? Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, two months from now. Um, okay. Just to get licensed. Yeah. Well, I mean, hell, getting through law school alone is <laughs> quite a mountain. So mm-hmm. good for you, man. That's awesome. Oh, thank you. Yeah, just <laughs> you know. <laughs> did did you did you, <laughs> did you focus? <laughs> yeah, you're making it sound like it's no big deal. But what what uh, did, did you focus on a certain type of law, or was no, it just kind of general? Really. Yeah, it's it's all pretty general. You could uh, maybe specialize a little bit, but. I think a lot of that comes from postgraduate experience because you know you can only do so much in like an internship or learn so much in a class that's true but that's i didn't true. have any uh i didn't have too many um strong interests but you know that's awesome man well congratulations thank you yeah you're welcome um sorry i didn't <laughs> i didn't mean to cut you off about <laughs> talking about um you know the new merch and things like that yeah 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 we're just uh we're kind of cruise into the summer with we have a lot of stuff that we will probably be posting a lot of behind the scenes stuff soon because we, you know um we have some videos that we still have to shoot and, um for extra content and things like that uh we're trying to ramp up our tiktok game so those of you on TikTok <laughs> follow up are working on it yeah. um and you know i'm excited to kind of see how the summer goes um with other bands and and, and their releases i've been kind of waiting for like that next big release, I guess. Uh, I just assumed that with COVID and everything, a lot of bands would be in the studio recording all the time. And, you know, since January, I've been kind of sitting around waiting for something to like really blow me away, you know? Um, so I'm excited to see what the summer brings me. <laughs> I'm always looking for the next, the next like hit song ready to go. So I yeah. Think, yeah. Same here. I think you'll hear a lot more like of our, 
announcements of our new stuff coming mm-hmm. in the come like in the next like month or two. Right. Because okay. then things will be a little bit more set in stone, and we can finally you know unleash what you know yeah. the piece that we've been working on. <laughs> in our it's yeah. coming soon. Yeah. Coming really soon. <laughs> yeah. So, but for right now, we're sort of just finishing up the cycle for one of us is lying. Mm. Awesome. Well. <laughs> I, uh, I cannot wait. <laughs> I can't wait to hear it. And, um, Brittany says, uh, great show guys. Great meeting the band and daddy. She says <laughs> that is going to be like the, the running joke. I hope yeah, you need yeah. to have Nick on the podcast. Yeah, yeah, Nick that on. would be, that would be awesome. I would, I really hope that someone hears this podcast and contacts Nick to work with him and yeah. addresses him as daddy in that, in that first in that first initial contact to be like, hey, so uh I hear you like to be called daddy. <laughs> you know, and and just to see what, you know, and he's, he's gonna be like, where did you hear that? <laughs> it was the Magwas. It was there. <laughs> Oh goodness! Thanks so much, Brittany. Yeah, Brittany. Yeah, yeah, great meeting you. Everybody, everybody stopped in. Thank you guys so much. Well, um, what is the best place for people to stay updated on everything that's going to be released from the Magwas? Yeah, you know, um, that's a great question. I would say Instagram. Instagram is probably our number one in terms of like communication because we do a bunch of polls on there. Uh, Facebook just doesn't push out our stuff as much. We just, you know, just Facebook how it works. Um. And yeah, Instagram is definitely number one. Instagram, uh, Twitter, Twitter will tweet Twitter. out all the time. Uh, yeah. You know, then Spotify and yeah. Apple Music and YouTube. We post a lot of stuff that you know the definitely. content's going to be on YouTube. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, yeah. M A G U A S. That's you're right. How to spell it? <laughs> yes, yes. baby. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You heard it here first. That's how you say yeah. it. Yeah. That's how it's spelt. All that yeah, fun yeah. stuff. So, yeah. all right. Well, Eric, uh, Matt, Dalton, and Brandon. Thank you guys for uh, being on the podcast. Josh, thank you so much for having us. It's a blast. Yeah, no problem. I'm, I'm glad that uh, you know we could we could make this happen. So I, I really appreciate really appreciate your time and um, looking forward to hearing that that new EP. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> thank you, man. All right, Peace thanks, guys. Have have a great yeah. night. Yep. Thank you. Peace. Peace. All right. Thank you so much once again to the Magwas uh, for being on Pop Punk and Pizza for this episode. I'm uh, Jacques Lamour. Thank you so much for uh, being here as well and downloading this podcast. Now, just know, um, in case you missed the memo, we do stream our episodes live each and every Wednesday at 7 p.m. Central Time on our Facebook um, Twitch and YouTube accounts. So make sure you go follow those. Uh, so that way you can, um, catch, you know, when we're going live. And if you don't catch one of the, the live podcasts, it's no big deal because the following day, every Thursday, we release that episode to all the podcast platforms. So you can go ahead and subscribe to us on Apple podcasts or Spotify, iHeartRadio, all those big ones that you can think of. Uh, Pop Punk and Pizza is on them. Or of course, you can uh, catch up on previous episodes at poppunkpizzapod.com. You can also sign up for our mailing list there. There's merch. Uh, there's a form that you can fill out if you want to submit your band uh, to possibly be a guest or 
to uh, have your music played on the podcast as well. Um, and you can also find out how you can sponsor an episode, just like uh, Pop Punk Takeout is sponsoring today's episode, uh, which Pop Punk Takeout is a new subscription service where every single month they will, this box, this pizza box in my hand, if you're watching the video for this, it will show up at your doorstep and it will be filled with tons of amazing merch from different pop punk bands from all over the world. Um, just to give you an example, uh, once again, the the first box that they sent me had a koozie in it from a band called Out of Time, as well as uh, one of their CDs. And uh, then I even we even got vinyl from a band called Bambies, um, which is on uh, Rita or Rita <clears throat> Records. And then uh, you get cool stickers like this uh, off-guard sticker as well. So all these cool things uh, you can get monthly in this subscription. So you can learn more and sign up at poppunktakeout.com. You can also follow them on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at poppunktakeout. And there's also a, uh, a Spotify playlist where you can check out what these bands sound like before fully diving in and uh, committing to buying their merch, which I would highly suggest because all of these bands are, are top-notch, especially out of time. They've actually been on the podcast before. So uh, poppunktakeout.com to uh, make sure you check all of that out. And once again, if you are interested in sponsoring an episode of Pop Punk and Pizza, just go to uh, poppunkpizzapod.com to uh, learn all the details on that. So have a great uh, rest of your night if you happen to be watching the live stream or if you're listening uh, to the episode on the pod, any of the podcast platforms. Thanks for being here. Now, the next time we do meet, um, our guest, I was right, is going to be um, Off Guard. Uh, so that'll be May t- Wednesday, May 26th with Off Guard. And uh, once again, live on our Facebook, Twitch, and YouTube accounts. And then the... The podcast episode will be available the following day, um, Thursday, on all uh, platforms. So I will uh, talk to you next Wednesday here on Pop Punk and Pizza. Have a great night. Hey, hello, it's nice to meet you. Hey, come in and have a slice of pizza. Hey, hello, it's nice to meet you.